We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, and today's episode is super special because I'm joined with a guest and dear friend of mine, Gretchen Garrity, who has her own podcast. Uh, it's called Happy Hour Podcast, and it's live every other Friday. And I'm so humbled to have Gretchen on this week's episode of Manifest. Um, I think you guys are really going to like this episode because it's just like girl talk. Gretchen and I can literally sit down for hours and talk. And I just have to say like the conversation that her and I had on this podcast is one that we would have without even, you know, microphones in front of us. Like she's such a genuine friend of mine and such a wonderful person. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have her on the show. Um, But I think you guys are really just going to love her and love our conversation. She talks a little bit about um, her experience with lightweight rowing and where it's sort of brought her to where she is now in health and fitness. Um, I ask her about how she keeps her blonde hair healthy. We talk about all things girly. And yeah, she is so amazing. So I hope you guys all enjoy this episode of Manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. All right, and we are live. <laughs> Welcome to Manifest. Thank you. How are you? Oh my God, so good. You guys, we just recorded for my podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is just so fun having a chatty day. No, this is so fun. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself. Tell us about your podcast. Give me the elevator pitch. So, elevator pitch. My name is Gretchen Garrity. I am 23. And recently moved to Allentown, Pennsylvania, not too far from Tory. <laughs> and I have my YouTube channel, with, which is just my name, Gretchen Garrity. And then my Instagram is also just my name, Gretchen Garrity. And I know we will talk about how I was a lightweight rower in college for a year. So I went to Boston University, did that for my freshman year, quit after the freshman year, and then was just living my best life ever since. Um, yeah, lived in Boston for a year after that. Now I'm in Pennsylvania living with my boyfriend, doing social media full-time, have my podcast, Happy Hour Mm -hmm. Podcast, and that's that. (laughs) That's so fun. Gretchen lives the life. Happy to be a character in it. (laughs) No, but it's so great that, like, you're close to me now. Like an hour, so it's, like, pretty good. Yeah. Much better than Boston. Oh, my God, totally. Yeah, so today's episode, what I really want to talk about, because I feel like in Gretchen's podcast, we... Like we mirror a lot of the same subjects in like Mm -hmm. such an amazing way. So I've very much so talked on this podcast very openly about like body image and, you know, binge eating and restriction. And does anyone even like have a healthy relationship with food? And like my very first episode on here was being very like confused with like nutrition and just like how to live a healthy life. And I know that you've opened up about it on your podcast too. And my listeners know my story. Like they can say it in Spanish in their sleep. Like I've said it so many times. So I think it'd be great to like bring like another perspective to it and kind of like where you were, your relationship with like you know, your weight, your sport, your food, and then how you've kind of evolved into the relationship that you have now with, you know, your health and your fitness and everything like that, because I think you have such an amazing outlook on it Mm -hmm. to where like we were just talking to her boyfriend, Max, about, you know, like he stays healthy because he's like a professional athlete, but like here we are 
and like I own a fitness studio so I feel like I have an element that like I need to kind of maintain to it but like you just do it because it makes you feel good and Mm -hmm. I think that's like so refreshing to talk about so I'd love to hear your whole story yeah okay so it's funny how you said you're like my listeners probably know it inside and out that's how I feel about I've (laughs) talked about because you know we've talked about it so so much about you know like our just journey with body image struggles and finding like a healthy happy balance with that and just like even with workouts too it's like okay are we like overdoing it here is like am I pushing myself all that so it's really hard to find the balance and I feel like I've talked about that so much I mean not to like plug my YouTube channel but I talk about on there I have a whole video about layway rowing and like really get into my experience and Some may disagree with it. Maybe it was a bit controversial because everyone's experience is different. You know what I mean? You can go into it here if you want to. Like, if you're comfortable. Yeah. So I know, like, I just would always say, I was thinking about this, too, on on my episode that we just recorded about fitness instructors and being a college athlete. I think it just takes a very specific type of person. And I don't think I was that person. So, you know, maybe that's making me think, like, I don't even think I should be a spin instructor because that, like, <laughs> that was, like, too much for me. So I would just, you know, when it's just, like, too much and it becomes, like, your whole life or maybe your job is just, like, whoa, like, that's a lot. So I just thought once I got to be you and once I was doing the full lightweight rowing thing, I was, like, wow, I don't think I'm cut out for this. This is, like, really a lot for me to handle. Mentally, it became, like, extremely overwhelming and it just felt like it was taking over my whole life. I felt like I couldn't live, like – a normal college life and I didn't think I I just thought that going into college I was like my number one priority I was so tunnel vision on lightweight rowing I was like I love this and I really truly did in high school I met you know so many friends through it and I was really enjoying with it I I realized too I really loved rowing with my twin sister so I think that was a part of it like just being able to hang out with her and then at BU obviously just really was like ramped up with like the training and then all of a sudden you're like maybe 18 19 and I'm like whoa like now all of a sudden I'm lifting here I was never lifting before so I'm gaining weight but I can't gain weight for my sport but so so do like I stop eating but like I can't do that because I'm like working out three hours a day it just became it was like I got to a very tricky place that like no one wants to be in and I just remember honestly truly I remember this so specifically thinking back to when I was chatting with our nutritionist and she's like, all right, so you are, should I say like trigger warning? Yeah. Well, I'll like the intro had a trigger warning too, but so, cause if you know, the body image is very tricky or like talking about weight numbers, all of that, like very triggered Tori and I both, you know, it's like a lot. So I remember sitting with her and she's like, okay, so you're 135 pounds, but you need to be under 130 to row, but you don't have your cycle. So you actually need to eat more to like gain weight because like you are at like a higher risk for like osteoporosis, like all these things, but um, actually you need to eat less to like lose weight to row. So like, I don't know what to tell you. Wait, you didn't have your cycle and they were telling you to still lose weight? Yeah. So that's what the nutritionist was basically like my friend, like on my side, like she was just like, Gretchen, this like isn't working out, girl. Like you, she was like, girl, like you really should think about like the open weight rowing team where I could be anyway or she's like maybe like no rowing like I don't really know because she's like it's really tricky like I know from like health standpoint you should be gaining weight here but like um to row like on this team like you need to lose weight so that's where it just got really tough and I remember actually right as my twin sister and I got to be you her chatting with the lightweight team because she would work very closely with us give us like meal plans stuff like that which also side note I mean my opinion was that all of us like didn't really like she would tell us like the meal plans and everything we could eat but we were all like yeah oh well like if we ate that and had our like two peanut butter and jellies as like a snack every day like we'd be gaining weight like no one even ate as much as you were like supposed to be able to or else we wouldn't make weight so it was just like not good from the start but yeah me and my twin sister she was like chatting with all of us we're like yeah good whatever and she's like oh by the way like if anyone doesn't have their period just like come chat with me and we're like oh yeah we don't but like it's fine like we just did it for so long and like our, I remember our doctor in high school, I remember being worried about it, but she was like, no, like a lot of my track girls, like gymnasts, like whatever, don't have it. Like you're good. Like you'll get it later on. We're like, okay, whatever. And so that's when the nutritionist was really like, okay, we should work on like getting this back. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, like on the limit here. Like I can't gain any more weight. So that's where it just got like really tough and mentally. I mean, by the end of it, by like the spring of my 
freshman year, I was like crying every day, like struggling with the rowing and like calling my parents. That's why by the end of the year too, my parents were like, please quit. You know, like they wanted me to stick to my commitment, but they were like, girl, like you call us every day crying. Like this is not working. And I had my first like anxiety attack. Wow. We're getting like really deep here, but I Go literally ahead, we get deep on had this one. like a panic attack. I don't, I don't even know if I've ever said that on any of my stuff. Um, just like sitting with my coaches and stuff because they were like talking about the idea of me like gaining weight to like fix everything and then like losing weight later to like to like make it all work and I just was like freaking out because it was just like a lot to handle but yeah so that was like a lot about that um but finally like became healthy got my period back so happy that that was the end of my journey with lightweight rowing because I just you know started going crazy I remember specifically talking about this moment in my video about lightweight rowing how like I would I remember holding an apple like before weigh-ins and I would be like okay like I didn't eat all day so like I'm so hungry but like I need to make weight tomorrow morning like I gotta be under like 130 so like if I eat this apple how much weight am I gonna gain but also like if I don't eat it how hungry am I gonna be but if I eat it like will I be that much more full or like how heavy in my hand like is that how heavy it's gonna be like inside of me like you go really crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, you go really crazy. Do you think that like guy? I mean, I don't know how like how well you knew like the guy athletes would be you, but like mm. I feel like no guys were under pressure to like make weight. Like they're like trained to be like athletes to like perform their best. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So at BU for rowing, at least we just had an open weight men's team, so they were all good. Like they didn't have to make weight. But honestly, the farther I get from my lightweight rowing experience, I feel like I just hear from every athlete from every sport being like saying that they have very similar experiences even without the scale because Mm -hmm. I think there's the pressure to like look a certain way or you know if you're a gymnast obviously to be like very small very fit even though there's not a scale involved I mean I'm sure like all these teams they're still getting weighed by their coaches telling them to like lose weight gain weight one way or another so it just gets really tough with like college athletics because I just feel like the training environment is really like ramped up and like how much you're working out all those sorts of things. But I know for men's lightweight rowing, I would also say that is very, like, very tricky because they do have men's lightweight rowing at other colleges. And my opinion of lightweight rowing in general is that it should just, we should just say goodbye to it because I just think so many negatives have come from it. And I know teammates of mine had, like, terrible eating disorders because how do you not? Yeah, I mean, how like, after, like, you quit rowing, like, did this, like, mentality, like, carry with you? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I know I can say surely like my friends that even went their whole four years on the team and graduated, like it's a mentality that sticks with you sometimes forever. And it took me like years to really sort of relearn everything and be like, wait, I can like eat like whatever I want, whenever I want. And I can just like work out to feel good. Like I don't have to like do this and like freaking torture myself. Like it is so crazy. And Thinking back to the men's lightweight rowing, it's like even honestly, I think maybe worse than women's lightweight rowing sometimes because maybe they can be like mentally stronger than girls. I don't know. I just think boys, you know, can be really tough. But I I've just heard even worse stories of them cutting weight even more than women because it's like a higher limit. Like I think it's like 150, 160. So they'll sit at like 180 and drop like 20 pounds. But whereas mm-hmm. girls, we'd be like maybe like 140 and drop like 10 pounds like the week. So yeah, just like a bad overall That's situation. crazy. So like what did you do to kind of like get your mentality back to being healthy with food? Because I can't yeah. imagine that that leads to any sort of like healthy relationship. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's really tough. So I remember... I knew that was going to be like my only year doing that. And I think I actually quit like the beginning of my sophomore year because over the summer I just really had to like think and try to like heal myself going into the summer. And I think I worked out like a handful of times over the summer. I was like, I just need a break and to just like try to be like a normal human again and just like eat whatever and do whatever. But of course I like felt terrible in myself Mm -hmm. because I've had this like mentality for the past six years. I mean, when I look back at my whole lightweight rowing experience to, like, the first day I found out what lightweight rowing is, like, my freshman year of high school, I probably should have, like, never done that because it was just a lot to begin with. Um, But I think going into that summer, I was, like, I need to just focus on being, like, a normal human. And after that, it was really just, like, recognizing 
that, you know, you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and you should work out to feel good and not because you feel like you have to. Mm -hmm. And I know we were talking about that, like focusing on what makes you feel good, eating wise, working out wise, everything like that. No, and that's so good what you just said, because I think so many girls that are recovering from like restricted eating need to know that like the world's going to keep turning if you like do eat and like, Mm -hmm. you know, gaining like the relationship back with food, like after having it like be restricted from whether like a sport, a mindset standpoint, like wherever you're coming from, like it's so hard to get like back to having like this normal relationship. Like we literally were just talking with Max and we're like, so you just ate like a Chick-fil-A sandwich, fries and a salad and like you feel nothing. He's like, no, I feel good. And we're like, wow, like to have that mentality. You know what I mean? Like it's so easy to overthink everything, but I think it's like one of the most freeing feelings to have like this healthy relationship with like eating well and like working out just because it makes you feel good not because like you have like a goal or because you want to hit a weight or because you want to look a certain way but just because like you know that like okay like this is what makes me feel the best so like I'm gonna nourish my body and like I'm gonna work work out yeah I think my friends outside of that whole world helped me a lot too just being around people that I saw having healthy habits just like taught me that I could be like that too like you can have your salad and have like a piece of cake after and like it's okay everything's gonna be okay and you can like go to one workout class and that's enough and you don't have to work out for like three and a half hours like every you know like you'll still be like a functioning human and you'll look great and you'll stay in shape everything like that so I just feel like you know sharing like my story after the fact with my friends that had a much more like normal relationship with all that sort of stuff just was really eye-opening and they were like whoa like that's crazy and I mean, they just, like, taught me a lot. I just feel like seeing how other people, like, normal people were living, like, showed me that I could yeah. be like that. Yeah. What were some of, like, the workouts and, like, classes or, like, activities or whatever that, like, kind of ignited? I mean, have you always had, like, this great, like, healthy mindset of, like, oh, I like to work out and, like, I like to do this and this? Or, like, did it more so start after rowing? I think it was after rowing because I think back to, like, when I was younger, you know, when you're like a little kid, you're like thrown in sports and it was always just like team sports growing up. And I think that's just all it ever was. Like I was on a sports team, so that's what I did and that's what I was going to work out. It wasn't ever really like I'm finding a joy and like moving my body, you know, Mm -hmm. like that came after the rowing. And it definitely started with SoulCycle. And it's funny because I know that's like the first spinning class you went to or whatever. Let's talk about it. But I felt very similar to you where my cousin was like, come to this fun spin class. Like, I really like it. It doesn't even feel like a workout. It's just fun. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know. I don't, do I even really like being on a bike? Like, I don't. And I went and I was like, wait, that didn't even feel like a workout. It was just mm-hmm. really fun. Like, I, we were just like dancing around on this bike and there was some good music. So I immediately loved it. And then I feel like I just started going regularly ever since my sophomore year of college after rowing. And it just, like, taught me that you could like working out and yeah. moving your body. And it could be a healthy, like, positive thing in your life and didn't need to be this, like, torture that you, like, forced yourself to do. It was just, like, a fun time and a healthy, like, positive thing. And it got me excited about working out again and mentally just a lot better. And I think a lot of times spin class can be freaking therapy with the instructors in there just like telling you things you're like wow I really relate so that helped so much I think finding a workout that you enjoy is like the catalyst into a healthy lifestyle like for me personally like when I was like 18 and like I fell in love with spin like I wanted to eat better so that I could do well in spin so Mm -hmm. I could like keep up with spin and then I realized like oh I love how like I feel after spin class like what if I feel like this after a yoga class and I like got in such great shape that like I was able to like go to a yoga class and feel like I not only can do it well but I can like excel in it and then I was like oh like I'm really you know I do great with like spin and that's cardio like let me go run and I could like go out and run six miles and like feel like I could like actually do it and like get a great workout in so like sometimes it's about finding like that pocket of a workout class that you love that like really acts as the catalyst to like a healthy lifestyle so that you can like eat better to like perform better and so that you can just like enjoy your workouts more yeah I so agree with that and you're like oh I have this fun yoga class to look forward to in the morning so I'm gonna make sure I like go to bed early to get enough rest and I'm gonna have mm-hmm. my overnight oats before or whatever yeah it and like so becomes it, a whole lifestyle yeah completely yeah no that's so great I think it's like one of the best parts of 
like find and everyone always says like oh like find something that like you like like maybe you like running or you like crossfit or you like lifting and it's like well I don't know how like I don't know what I like like so if you're listening to this and you're just like I want to start working out and like living a healthy lifestyle but I don't know just like try a bunch of things until you Mm -hmm. figure it out because you know like I never thought that I would be big into like lifting weights but like I love lifting but it took me a couple of years to get into it like after being in like a healthy lifestyle for a little bit Mm -hmm. so just like try out a bunch of different you know different things see where it takes you yeah totally I think I never thought that I would like yoga and be really into it and I am and I love it and I always love trying new things because it's like you really never know yeah that was like I was never a big biker like biking I don't, I don't know but then it's like a spin class with music and fun <laughs> moves sure sign me up I know it's so fun so like walk me through like an average day of yours like when you wake up what do you do during your day what do you do at night what do you do like sprinkling the healthy habits like let the people hear what you want because I think your life is so cute and healthy that I think it could really help a lot of people it definitely isn't perfect and this maybe is like an ideal day so it's not like this all the time you know like you have your nights where you stay up really like last night we were watching the Grinch and I ate like a whole bowl of popcorn with M&Ms but it's like oh my god I'm living my best life so like it's fine and balance (laughs) it's important to like mention that yes like I have my huge like venti chai sugar bomb right next to me but like it's good (laughs) and we just had Chick-fil-a yes like life is good so I like to wake I think my ideal wake-up time is like 7 a.m which probably Mm -hmm. seems so late to you but it's like if I'm being honest with myself anything before that seems like oh my gosh like way too early and it's not going to be sustainable and I'm not going to stick with it and then trying to wake up at six turns into me like sleeping till 11 every day so it's like whoa we don't want that Mm because I'm like exhausted from making myself do that so it's like okay I wake up at seven and maybe it's like sprinkling in some more like mindfulness meditation or reading or things like that to have like a good like calm start to your day but Tori and I've been talking about how we're big into like the not going on the phone in the morning it so has to do with like you're not being reactive you're being like proactive on how you want your day and to like set the mood and everything like that so if I can stay off my phone is a good thing normally I feel like I'm just a little crazy and I have to check it really quick to make sure like no one needs me like my mom or my sister or whatever but yeah so that happens and I love to get my workout done in the morning Someone commented on a Vlogmas recently of mine, and I was like, I so relate to that. They were like, there's something about getting your workout done before anything else and, like, sitting down to breakfast and you've already, like, accomplished this big thing in your day. And I'm like, wow, I really relate to that because I feel like I've tried everything. And especially, like, moving to Pennsylvania, I'm, like, trying out all the new routines. I'm like, what is going to work for me? Like, maybe it's, like, getting up and being productive right away, and I'll have my workout in the afternoon. But, no, that never really works because I'm too tired, and I won't do it. I'm the same way. Like if I don't do it in the morning and like, listen, not every morning I'm like, I want to go work out. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like there's more days than not where I have to like make myself go work out in the morning because like if I don't do it in the morning, I'm not going to do it later in the day. And that's just fact of the matter. Yes. That is what I've learned about myself. Like maybe if, you know, if it was like a normal time and I was signed up for like a yoga class or like a soul cycle class in the afternoon, like I know it's a class I signed up, I paid for like, I gotta go. I'll still cancel it though. Really? And I'm like, I'll just eat it, whatever. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going. Some yeah. cost. <laughs> yeah. Every time. No, like the morning is definitely better. And I just feel like I've heard all those like studies, you know, about working out in the morning and like boosting your metabolism. And it's just like a good start but That's to where day. it gets so confusing though, because like a lot of like my guy friends, like they all like lift at night. Yes. And they're just like, and you know, like they're guys, so like they get muscle, like they do a push up and they're ripped. And I'm yes. like, what the hell? <laughs> um, no, but like that's where it gets so confusing. And like I never know what to listen to. Back to listen your to yourself. I'm confused episode. Yeah. Because seriously, about everything, like nutrition, fitness, it's freaking confusing. And I feel like what works for you and me is different for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have our friends that work out late at night or they do something completely different with their nutrition that we couldn't do, but like it works for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like crazy. But I love to do get the workout done with in the morning and then it's like oh and I just this is like weird of me but I feel like during the day I can like feel that I worked out in the morning and I feel more like limber and just like ready to like take on the day yes no I feel I feel like lighter does that make sense like I don't know like I just like kind of like float throughout my day yeah (laughs) it's just better and honestly days that I don't move in the morning I'm like oh I'm like stiff or like my back hurts like I could have used a little yoga like a little something and it's almost just like a catalyst to like living a good day like if I work out in the morning like I don't want to like you know, shut down my gym session throughout the day by like eating, I don't know, like awful throughout the whole day. Like I want to like continue like the good deed that I did and like sprinkle it throughout my day. So like I find myself like eating better. I always sleep way better. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I know. And that's where it's like you got to be careful and give yourself grace if you like sleep in and miss the workout or something like that. Because yesterday I had like a freak out and I slept in late and I was like, oh my gosh, like my whole day is thrown off. Like I don't have time for my workout, whatever. But it's like, it's okay. We can Mm -hmm. start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You take your days off. Life is good, sweet pea. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Off days are like just as good as on days. Oh yeah. Like you need to rest. Mm -hmm. You really do need to rest. Okay. Sorry. I got derailed. No. Okay. You work out. So do the workout and then what kind of workout I really love spin shocker (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like more often than not if I'm like okay what are we gonna do this morning it's like a soul cycle class yeah and you have the bike at home so you can stay home which is so nice bike which is just my own little sanctuary I go into my garage and like everyone else leave me alone this is like my hour (laughs) that's so nice (laughs) and it's really good I get the heat going I crank it up I have like a nice sweat and I'm like wow that was like therapy workout all in one you know you make me want a bike and I own a studio (laughs) (laughs) like it's just it's good stuff so I've also tried and then I'll obviously shower and then I've tried, I'm like, okay, do I do, I like get my work done, but like I haven't gotten ready yet, but I've found the best way that I'm like the most productive and feel the best is if I get ready right away, like do the makeup, mm. like put on a little outfit, even if it's like leggings and a sweatshirt, but if it's like kind of cute or like whatever you want to wear for the day, I mean, now it's like we have nowhere to go. So it's like, okay, even if I'm wearing like leggings and slippers and like a nice sweater, okay, I'll feel a little better about myself okay. or do a little makeup, something to just feel like you're ready for the day mm-hmm. always helps me feel better because if I'm sitting there with like wet hair and like a robe all day I'm like what am what am I doing come on yeah it's like signifying doing something to signal that your day's beginning yes and that we're like being productive we're working so then all day long it's like oh my gosh there's like always a million things going on I feel like if you work for yourself or like do social media it just never ends I agree like it'll be 11 p.m and I'm like why am I planning out like the video I'm filming tomorrow like can I just do this tomorrow morning like yes so it's really hard to find the balance so I'm just like in my own little vortex of like YouTube, Instagram, podcast, ah, like all day long. <laughs> Am I recording? Am I filming? Am I editing? There's always something to do. So that's And you like edit all, all your own videos, right? Yes. That's and crazy. um my podcast, obviously. You're amazing. The podcast I feel like is almost harder because it's like so long you know yes. like it takes me a while to like go through it all I used so. to always fall asleep when I would um edit my podcast yes. I would just like doze off and I don't know why I don't really edit them as much anymore I try and do as one take as possible yeah. but um yeah I would literally sleep when I would edit them I just yeah. fall asleep it's like calming <laughs> yeah because like there's no visual so I would just like be sitting there like listening and I'm like cut mm-hmm. and then I'd fall asleep yeah all the time I know my favorite too is when I can be done with work like before dinner because I hate like I'll have dinner and I'm like ready to like wind down and I'm like oh my gosh I gotta keep editing or like I have stuff to do mm-hmm. and then I'm like but I'm tired and I want so the ideal day is like we're done with work cook dinner I love when I get to cook dinner with Max I feel like that's just fun when we get to like cook together and yes, like so eat cute. our dinner and he's always like way more proactive about the cleanup like I'll be sitting here like petting Brody and he's like done cleaning up I'm like where have I been like, <laughs> I'm like the type after like I eat dinner out or something like in normal times with your friends and you just want to like you know the people that sit and chat for like an hour that's like us. that's me that's, that <laughs> yeah, remember when we went out to dinner this was like before COVID yeah. and literally Max was sitting there and for like two hours you and I were talking <laughs> and I was like sorry it's our yeah, time <laughs> I'm like the sit and chat type and Max is like fork will like hit the table and he's like okay I'm cleaning I'm doing the dishes I'm like all right have fun yeah have fun not me (laughs) and then I like you know the night time routine like we were saying has to be simple so it's like the best nights are the nights that like I take off my makeup right away because I'm like okay I'm ready like getting closer and like being ready to bed like my worst I hate when it'll be like midnight and I'm like oh my gosh like my full face of makeup is on I have so much to do before I get into bed you know I have to like take it all off brush my teeth like the whole thing so I like to like get that going early so that when I'm tired and I'm like, oh my gosh, suddenly it's like 11 o'clock. I need to go to bed. I don't have like a lot to do. Yes. Then. Yeah. So how do you separate work and life? <clears throat> Still trying to figure that out. I know. It so it's hard. hard. It's really hard being self-employed. And yes. I think it's hard when you love your job too, mm-hmm. because it's like, you don't always want to turn it off, but you know, yes. it's healthy to turn it yeah. off. I know the other night, I think it was like 10 o'clock and I was like, Max, I'm almost done. Like, I'll like watch a movie with you in a second or whatever. And then it's like 1045 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just literally filmed three Instagram stories for this brand and it took me 
35 minutes and it should have taken like 10 I'm like I was just so excited I wanted to like look really cool and like You're add so cool cute. tags I'm like that took me so long that was so I'm like why am I so like not efficient over here but no it's so hard to turn mm-hmm. it off and especially I heard this recently on Instagram when everything is contentable like oh. everything is contentable you know that's a great can, way of looking I at can it. like post an Instagram story of my like chai whatever right now and I can post an Instagram story of my Christmas tree and, and like you and Max watching pictures. a movie that night yes mm-hmm. like you can constantly be capturing content and I feel so overwhelmed with it or if I'm like okay today's the day I'm putting down my phone like I'm not vlogging but then something cool happens and I'm like I gotta show them mm-hmm. so it's so hard to turn it off it is really hard do you do anything like do you ever like set boundaries with yourself or like you'll tell people like hey like um like manager you have a manager and you work mm-hmm. with them do you ever tell your manager like hey like I'm unavailable on these days or are you kind of like the person that like lives in your inbox I live in my inbox. I'm okay. always available. <laughs> Me too. I, you know, I feel like with having a boyfriend, it helped a lot in the beginning because that was more of a boundary. Like I was like, okay, times that I'm with him or I'm with friends or family. I mean, now it's different. So especially since I'm like alone way more, I'm working way more because mm-hmm. that's like what I'm doing on my own. But like times that I was with other people and had plans for that sort of thing, that was always a good boundary. Like I wouldn't be working then, but now it's way harder because now that I live with my boyfriend, since he's will be around a lot when I'm working, it can just carry into like our evening or stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to like put my phone away or stop working. It's hard. Well, the good thing is like you have like another room, like yes. you have like an office area. Like I yeah. see, I think that's like the biggest thing is to like have a designated area that's not your bedroom or your couch or like your kitchen island mm-hmm. because that's like where you like live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you cook in the kitchen, you chill out on the couch, you sleep in the bedroom. And I think it's so easy to like do work on the couch or like to do work at the kitchen island, or, like to do work in your in your bed. And like, you know, I have days like that too where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, stay in a sweatshirt all day and like live in my bed and like work for my bed. But then I always find that it makes going to bed so much less appealing yeah. and like less rewarding almost Mm -hmm. at the end of the day so like having a separate workspace like if you can have like an office or like a designated part of any sort of your house it's like I'm only gonna work here yeah I think that's so beneficial I know I've learned the hard way our couch in the living room I would like be on my computer all day there but then it would be like evening and I'm supposed to wind down and I'm on my computer there and I'm like oh my gosh no this like can't be my computer spot I know yeah it needs to be like my relaxed turn my brain off spot (laughs) no I I so get it that would always happen with me too And you always say you want to do YouTube like forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I will be 89 being like, welcome to Vlogmas Day 10. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you'd be doing if you didn't do YouTube? Do you ever think about that? You know, that's really interesting you say that. Since I got, this is random, like, I feel like getting verified on Instagram now, I'm I feel like I always thought about it. You know, if you are in social media and then it happened, I'm like, wait, that was so anticlimactic. It's <laughs> a literal blue check mark. <laughs> but so because of it, I was talking with my best friend from, from home, Hannah, who she was the reason I started YouTube in 2012 because she showed me YouTube videos and I was like, those are so cool. I'm going to try. And I was texting with her about it because she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like talking to a blue check like on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope you know like how grateful I am to you because you are the reason like I started all, like you are the reason why I'm here today. Like because you showed me YouTube videos, you know, and she's, she was like, what would you be doing right now if you weren't doing YouTube? And I'm like, I would probably be in dental school. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Shut like, up. So random. I know. You know how we were saying earlier, like, like knowing what you do want it can be just as helpful to know what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. My freshman year of college, I was a bio major because I was sure I wanted to be an orthodontist. I was like, I'm going to dental school. I'm going to be an orthodontist, like, for sure. Wow. And, you know, I was still doing YouTube then, but I was like, oh, this is just, like, a fun, like, hobby, whatever. Like, I probably could never do this full time. And, like, here I am, social media girl. But um, <laughs> I always wanted to go to dental school. And then, you know, after a year of biology, I was like, wait, I hate this. I'm going to go into the business school. So I did. That's amazing. But, yeah, I thought I really – wanted to be an orthodontist so maybe that's where I would be or I mean if I still decided to go into business I always think that I probably would just be honestly something very similar just maybe on the other side of it like Mm. working in social media for a brand Mm. or 
um, doing like their marketing, something like that. I always thought that'd be so cool. Like before I like started Stride or anything like that and I was into social media, I loved the business side of it. And I was like, I think my YouTube manager has such a cool job. Like I always was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if it'd be like fun to be like a YouTube manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So an orthodontist. I know. Why? So just because it think, interests you? I think I was just really into having like healthy like good teeth and okay. just like a nice smile like I had okay. braces I feel like so many people are like oh like I had really bad teeth and so I just wanted to like help other people with their teeth. I don't even think I just needed braces like I didn't have anything like terrible going on but I just thought it was really interesting and I really liked biology and I was like yeah I could be like dentist orthodontist I had like an internship with an orthodontist in high school and I was like no this way. is so up my alley like this is so fun he like pops by for five minutes and he's like yep everything's looking good he's like yeah now we're gonna take a coffee break like it was so <laughs> chill so I was like yeah I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna so do this like I'm gonna go to dental school do like the orthodontia after and then and then what really broke it down was I was like okay wait I'm hating bio and I remember my dad saying to me do you really want a job where like most people that are coming to see you every day aren't excited to see you mm. and I was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> I never thought He's about like, it that way. Most people aren't going to be happy. Like, most people hate the dentist or, like, hate the orthodontist. And That's so true. Yeah, you're right. Like, I want people excited to see me, you know? You're, I'd be excited to see you if you were my <laughs> orthodontist. I'll fix your teeth. Okay. <laughs> that's so fun, yeah. though. Okay, So that's cute. why that, you know what, in another life. Dr. Gr- well, you could still do it in this life. Yeah. You could be a YouTuber and an orthodontist. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone, I'm going to dental school. <laughs> <laughs> dental school's no joke. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. I know. I remember like looking for colleges that had like accelerated dental tracks. I was like so into it. And then I'm so happy that like I didn't do one of those accelerated programs or something because I completely switched to business. So. Oh my God, you're so cute. Yeah. I would never have guessed that. I know. Like so random. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So do you have, do you think like any one to three habits that like changed your life like for the better that you do like almost every day or like maybe weekly or like monthly yeah so I'm not even just saying this because we're on your podcast but literally you we were saying this on mine but your just mindset of having this higher version of yourself or I think of it in my mind like the best version of myself the ideal version of me literally has changed my life Like it really has, Tori. And I have told so many of my friends, you know, like one of my close friends recently is going through a breakup and I'm like the best version of you is going to be like this or I even think of it in the way I'm like, you know, the guy that you're going to end up with, like that person, like the best version of them. Like, I don't know. I get really into it. Like I'm like, this is like the type of person you're going to be with. Like um, the best version of you doesn't put up with guys like this, things like that. I don't know. So I feel like it's helped me with like my friends and just my life in general like literally little things like it'll be nighttime and I'll be like I'll stay up late but then I'm like no no the best version of me is gonna have my little tea and I'm gonna do my little face mask and go to bed because I have my yoga in the morning that I'm so excited for and the best version of me is like showing up fully for that and not being hungover because I was like being stupid last night or you know what I mean yeah so the best version of yourself and just like comparing I guess not comparing, but trying to like be that best version of yourself mm-hmm. every day literally has changed everything. And just like thinking about that, like you really, I mean, everyone knows deep down, like where you could be and where you want to be. And it's like just the discipline to get there. Yeah. So that has helped me so much. Other things, and this is for workout and like eating. Cause I mean, we got really into like the bad places we've been in the past, mm-hmm. but I think focusing actually like specifically on how you feel like I know it's like listen to your body blah 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 but like how do you feel after you get off the bike like mm-hmm. are you excited like mm-hmm. do you have all this energy like are you after your run just like your whole body hurt yeah mine hurts like after I run like I don't know if we like to run. <laughs> but like when I yeah. get out of Tori's spin class I'm like oh my gosh it's the best day ever you know oh, what I mean yeah like you are just so happy and so it's like okay how does the working out make you feel after yoga class I'm like wow I feel refreshed like I feel so grounded I feel like my back hurts less like I was like stretching and everything's good and then it's like okay I know when I sit down to eat an ice cream sundae my stomach is gonna kill after Mm -hmm. like I know so sometimes I'm like yeah I want the ice cream like we're gonna deal with it but it's like actually how do I feel after I eat my salad like I feel really good after like actually how you feel right after I think helps a lot yeah so that's helped me so much it's like yeah, I could like opt for this or opt for that. But like, I know I'm going to feel better if I yeah. do it this way. And then find like what feels best and continue to replicate that. Yeah. 
and the best version of myself does this anyway. Yeah. So yeah, she does. <laughs> so like it can be really overwhelming for someone listening to this, like especially like if you're in like a low place or a dark place, it's really hard to get out of that mindset and to do something like you know, creating like an ideal version of yourself can seem so daunting and so huge and so like, I don't even know if I could find that version of myself. Mm -hmm. So, and it can, even if you're not in like a low place, it's really overwhelming to just be like, okay, like who do I like want to be? And like, what do I want to be when I'm older? And like, who do I want to surround myself with? And how do I want to feel? And how do I want to look? Like, it's so easy to go down a rabbit hole of all Mm -hmm. these what ifs. And then how do I express these what ifs? So how did you like sit down and figure out who you wanted your higher self to be? I know. How do you want to design your life? No, and literally. Yeah, it's I know. Because so it is daunting. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely had moments where I'm like listening to you manifesting your best life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Tori says I should be really specific on like where I want to be in a year, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, what do I want my house to smell like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my goodness. But I think it's like just starting slow and small. And maybe it's like, oh my gosh, like the best version of myself. Like what workouts is she doing? But it's just like trying everything and seeing what sticks. And like, even if it's finding the things that you don't like, you know, like I had a conversation with my twin sister recently and I'm like, okay, well, you don't like your job, but what's your dream job? So it's like, Mm. you don't know, but maybe everything that you've tried up until this point, it's not something that you should regret or like a failure. It's like just pointing you in the right direction, even if it's something that you don't want. So I think everything is like, you just have to be trying new things. And it's like, like, does the best version of myself have blonde hair? Maybe I should dye it brown and then I'll see Mm -hmm. what I like better. It's like, Mm -hmm. you just got to try. And then I feel like you start to be confident in your decisions. Like we know that we love being blonde. Yeah. I will be highlighting my hair the day I die. <laughs> Literally. I don't like being brunette. Fair and I know that about hair. myself. <laughs> so it's like once you start to find in all these like categories of your life things that you're sticking with, you're like, oh, I'm confident in that. And I know that that's like what I want to be doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that does make perfect sense. Yeah. You're also lucky that um, your twin sister's brunette because you can see what you would look like brunette. I know. <laughs> I know. I dyed my hair brown my freshman year of high school and like everyone started calling me Lucy and getting us confused. And I'm like, yeah, okay. We're going back blonde. <laughs> Hated that. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> and everyone was like, why did you ruin your naturally blonde hair? I'm like, you thought Are you this naturally was- blonde? No. Yeah, I thought you were darker. I was like, you thought this was natural? No way. That's I'm like, you didn't see the compliment. roots? I know. Isn't it the best like when dyed blondes like look so natural blonde and then you like realize that they're actually brunette you're like well like I can do that too I know. but it looks weird when I'm brunette like it doesn't look like I should be brunette like I don't know why I was born with brown hair what do you do for your wrong. hair it's so long and healthy and blonde Thank like you. what do you do so you know whenever I talk with my hair stylist we're like we actually have no idea how my hair can be so long mm-hmm. because I feel like most blondes you just deal with the breakage from the bleach and mm-hmm. your hair breaks off and it can't be that long so I actually don't know how it's able to be this long it gets quite thin on the ends I'm sure from all the bleach it also just like acts so normal do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean by that so like when I was like brunette my hair like was the bomb like it would dry so beautifully Mm -hmm. and like so quick and it was so pretty and then obviously when you bleach it like you open up the cuticles so your hair just naturally gets like puffier yeah your hair doesn't do that like what is your secret what (laughs) are you doing like freaky sometimes it definitely gets like puffy sometimes (laughs) but I think I'm always really crazy with my conditioner. Like, I use a lot of conditioner, which, like, I don't even know if that's... I feel like some people are like, oh, you shouldn't, like, put it up at the top of your hair. I feel like normally I don't put it at the top. Like, I do, like, mid to the end. Really? Um, I put it everywhere. Really? Everywhere, yeah. But I don't... I feel like my hair would get greasy if I, like, put it up at the top. How often do you wash it? I think that might be a part of it, too, because I definitely wash it less than I used to. Like, Mm. I remember in middle school, I would get highlights, like, every couple weeks. Like, I got them way too much. I was a swimmer, and I wash my hair every day I like straightened it every day my hair was like falling out like it was mm. really bad so then of course your hairdresser's like okay stop washing your hair so much like stop using so much heat so I definitely use less heat and I probably wash it every couple days you want to know what's helped me a lot yes. I don't know if you've used it but and I know you definitely relate to this because it's like okay I don't want to wash my hair that much but like say I'm spinning every day oh my gosh I'm so sweaty like what am I supposed to like it's wet but like do I use dry shampoo? Ew. Like I'm sweaty. Like I don't know what to do. Yeah. So 
I like getting my hair wet, but I don't wash it. I use apple cider vinegar rinse. And it's like what? how I explain it to people is it's like a dry shampoo, but you get your hair wet. So it's like you get to wa- like rinse out all the like sweat from you working out, but it dries and it's like you use a shampoo, like it's clean, but you use like this apple cider vinegar stuff. So it's like less stripping and like. Wait, is your whole shampoo. head like wet? Yeah, like I get it all wet in the shower and I use this like apple cider vinegar. Like I just rub it around like I would shampoo and you rinse it out and it's just a lot less like stripping. Like my hairdresser loves it and he's like, I literally will like just use this now and like do you not use even conditioner? shampoo. Yeah, I use conditioner after. Wait, so how often do you do that? So I'll do that like in between shampoos. Like I'll do, it depends on like the day. If I'm really sweaty, like I'll do that. But then if I'm like, okay, like I just did like a little yoga, I'll just like let my hair like chill for a second. Then I'll do dry shampoo and like style it. Yeah. So it kind of like depends on the day. But I definitely do that in between like shampoos. Wait, you're so clean. You know what I do? I literally will like take a body shower and then I'll just blow dry my hair when it's like wet from sweat. No, I know. My friend does that too. And then she does the dry shampoo after that. And she's like, oh, I just blow dry the sweat. I don't even do dry shampoo. I just like, well, my hair is actually like very good. Like everyone says like train your hair. I never change my hair. It just like can like take a lot of like oil, I guess. Yeah, because it looks so clean. Thanks. I can go like actually like a week without like washing my hair and it like actually looks fine, which is like crazy. Mm -hmm. I typically like without extensions I wash it once a week and then with no sorry with extensions I wash it once a week right now I don't have extensions in Mm -hmm. without extensions I do like twice a week Mm -hmm. and I do like a shampoo every time that's so interesting Mm -hmm. I love hearing like the secrets of blondes with healthy hair because I'm like wow what's that like you need the purple shampoos everyone needs the purple which one do you use Clairol okay I use um shimmer lights Wait, yeah, that's what Do it that. is. It's Wait, really? It's Shimmer Lights. Oh my God, no yes. way. <laughs> okay, I really no, like her. That's the best one. Yes, no, I, I agree. I really like her. I'm happy that you use that one because so many people use like other fancy ones and I've tried them and they're not as good. Yeah, I think Shimmer Lights is really where it's so at. So good. Like you put it in for your hair for too long and it turns like silver and I'm like, yes. freak yeah, You know baby. what else is really, <laughs> I know, literally I'm like, it's winter, I can be icy if I want. <laughs> you know what else is really good is the um, Dry Bar, their purple shampoo. Oh, I haven't tried it. Really that. good and it smells like mint. Okay, I need to I try think. that one. It's really, really nice. Yeah, oh my God, need that's the so purple exciting. shampoo. Need all the conditioners ever. Oh, yeah. Olaplex, so good. Okay, let's talk about it because I. What do you use? Like number three. Yes. Okay, do you use like the shampoo the and conditioner too? So I actually just recently got the shampoo, the conditioner, and the little like leave-in cream thing. Did you know that you can put that in dry hair? No. Yes. You can? Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Yes. So I do it. Like I found out yesterday on TikTok. I told you I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah. So I found out yesterday on TikTok, TikTok that you can put it in dry hair. And I was like, this feels so wrong. Like name things that are that should be illegal but aren't putting yeah. Olaplex in your dry hair. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was like, this feels so wrong, but I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm obsessed. It, oh, my goodness. It's like, it doesn't make your hair feel greasy at all. Like I have it in right now. That's like the leave-in stuff? Yes. Number, wait, number three is what you use. And then number four and five is the shampoo and conditioner. And then number six is like the leave-in. Yes. And I mix it with number seven, which is the oil. Oh, I haven't done the oil. It, I'm not kidding, changed my hair. Wow. Yes. Like it's so good. So it makes it just like not dry kind of? Um, It just like, well, it's like a bond smoother. Yeah. I think. I don't even know what that really means. But it just like, it does make it smoother, but it almost makes my hair feel like I just got out of the shower and it's like how smooth it is when it's dried. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like revives it. Wait, now I'm going to use that in my dry hair. Yeah. Especially I feel like if you if you wash your hair, condition it, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day you do dry shampoo, I feel like the rest of your hair can be kind of like dry and that's mm-hmm. when you need that cream. So for me, because I don't use dry shampoo, mm-hmm. like whenever I work out, like the ends of my hair always hit my back and then they get like just really, really dry and like yeah. not crunchy, but like kind of crunchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like whenever I put that in it, it completely takes that away and like revives my hair completely and I could go so much longer without washing it wow, wait, that's yeah actually so you should good try it know. i'm gonna do that yeah it feels so wrong like when you're like putting it in your palm you're like i don't want to do this like, and then put you put it in your hair, hair and it surprises you're like okay it actually feels really good <laughs> you're like wait i can do this no like, like try it, feels it. Like i would think it'd, it'd be like putting conditioner in your dry hair yes like, it just that, seems wrong that's exactly what it feels like <laughs> and then you're in the middle of it you're like this isn't so bad <laughs> it, it goes crazy try it I out i can't believe you don't use dry shampoo yeah i don't but do you that. don't have to Mm-mm. And every time I do, I hate it because I feel like it makes my hair gross. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it just makes it – I hate feeling product in my hair. Like, I don't yeah. even like hairspray. It has to be a flexible hold where I can't feel a thing. Yeah. Like, I need to be able to run my fingers through my hair and have it be mm-hmm. soft all the time. So any sort of product, I just can't stand. I – well, I feel like I'm the opposite of you. Like, when my hair will be dry, I'll still put – like – 
perfectly clean like it just dried from the shower I'll put like dry shampoo in it because I love the dry bar one because when I have roots it like blends in my roots with the rest of my hair because it makes the top of my head look kind of whitish yeah like it like blends in with your hair so that's like my favorite part because it makes it more light yeah I like the smell of some dry shampoos like that's the only reason I put it in for like if I need my hair to like smell really good oh my gosh it smells so Max will be like did you spray your dry shampoo like it'll be like a crossy part when he's like I can smell it like it smells of like a whole apartment it smells so good that's amazing (laughs) do you wear makeup when you work out no okay are you against it or you just like never really do it because it's in the morning I never really do it because it's in the morning and once in a while I'll like push my spin to the afternoon and I'll have makeup on from the day and I'm like whoa this is so weird will you take it off or you keep it on keep it on okay but I feel weird just because normally I would never do makeup when I work out but I see for so many reasons why people would like my spin instructors in Boston always had makeup on because mm-hmm. I feel like they like to, I feel like do you when I teach makeup? yeah when I teach yeah. I wear makeup I feel like if I was teaching I'd want to because I'd be like woo I'm like performing like, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean uh-huh. like I would feel like I'm showing up to work with like no makeup on like I would feel kind of weird but when I'm working out especially by myself I just like don't really do makeup or when I go yeah. to a class I feel like I don't do makeup but if it's in the afternoon I make up on from the day yeah like I'm not against it I definitely would presume that my skin wouldn't like working out with makeup on like I would assume that that would make me like break out more yeah. but yeah I'm not like against it I always feel like I do better in a workout if I'm wearing makeup okay I've heard you say that and I honestly agree yeah because I'm like I am like so cool right now like I am so badass like I have my winged eyeliner on and (laughs) I am like doing my little tap back push up on the bike yeah like I'm getting workout makeup so like I wouldn't wear like winged liner (laughs) for like a workout but like I would wear like my workout face Mm -hmm. and like I have to like really like like the workout clothes that I'm into and I feel like I do really well and like when my hair is natural and I work out with like my natural hair and it's like a little like wavy and like a little frizzy and like a little puffy I'm like I'm just not doing that well but when my hair is like straightened and I have like an outfit that I like and I have like a little mascara on I feel like I do so much better my workouts I I completely agree with that because you like feel better and that like comes across in your like performance and your attitude about it all yes my best friend Louisa I'm putting her on blast she gets ready before every she goes so like crazy woman and she gets ready before everyone she Mm -hmm. has to do her eyebrows she has to do her mascara Mm -hmm. you know I know so many people that will like shower before their workout too yeah because they want to they just like feel better I do Mm -hmm. that sometimes before I teach like I'll like want to shower like Mm -hmm. last Monday I was so pale it was crazy and I literally like did like a whole tan before I taught and then I like took a shower before I taught and I was like I'm gonna like go super cute I honestly could see that too because it kind of like wakes you up it's like Mm -hmm. a refresh I think there's something magical about a shower before you work out because Max always does it really and that's like his routine before a game or he also I feel like just loves shower like when he wakes up he showers right away like he has his shower before like I'm so jealous of the amount of times guys can shower yes hear me out I feel like every time I get out of the shower this might sound crazy I feel like I get uglier (laughs) because like my tan washes off a little bit more or like my like face is like a little I don't know like paler like I don't know there's something wrong with it I would love to be a guy and shower like five times a day because I feel like I shower at least three times a day. I, no, I agree with that. And I tell him, I'm like, you don't understand because he's like, well, just shower right before your workout and after like and at night. I'm like, no, you don't understand because my hair gets wet. And then that's yes. like opening a whole can of worms. Yes. If my hair is wet, what am I going to do? Let it dry. It dries in a frizz. If I go to sleep like yes. that, do I dry with my blow dryer? That takes a while. And then wait, and then if the there's heat. like heat on my hair, yes. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, if I shower tonight, well, I have yoga in the morning. I'm going to be all sweaty. So like I'm I may just as well wash in the morning. Oh my God. If I could be a guy and shower and they get their hair wet every single time, how do they do that? And it dries in five seconds. Literally. So it doesn't matter. They just go like this and it's dried. (laughs) To be a guy. I know. That reminds me. My twin sister and I had a summer where I think it was absolutely disgusting how little we showered because (laughs) we would row twice a day. So we were like, okay, immediately when do we shower? Because we're about to work out in a second. Yes. And we, we would lifeguard all day in between. So we would jump in the pool and I'm like, that's good enough. Yes. Yes. Like, it was so bad. Yes. I remember um, literally this summer at the beach, one of my, one of the girls that I was living with, she would just like go in the ocean. She'd be like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> A little salt water. No, she's That's like, she's like, it makes my hair look prettier anyway than the shower. I'm like, <laughs> I will agree with that. Like, I do like my like, hair when it's with salt cats. water. Because it's like all wavy and like beachy. Yeah. I do like it a lot more. Yeah. Oh my God, this is crazy. No, showers suck. Can we all just like admit? <laughs> like, if you're a girl, you don't actually like showering. Wait, I actually do like showering now because, um, I mean, when I was little, I would literally dread it. Like, dread <laughs> it. Like, my sister would get out of the shower and I'd be like, God damn it. Like, it's my turn. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do it because yeah. I would always get like so cold afterwards. But yeah. now... 
they know this because I told them. Um, I like lo- light a salt rock lamp and then I light a candle mm-hmm. and I play music and then I turn my lights off and it, oh my God, it makes showering like an experience. Yeah. Like I cannot wait to shower. Yeah. It's like a fun time. I think I like it now. I don't like showering. I don't like getting in. I get up before I like will be in my towel and I try to like avoid it and do other stuff. And I'm like, what am I doing? I need to get in the shower. And I don't like being in there because my like arms are tired from like scrubbing my hair yeah. for so long. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is like a whole thing. But the reason I like it is because afterward, when you're all clean, it's like the best feeling ever. Mm-hmm. And I put on a big oversized t-shirt and like sleep shorts. And I'm just like, this is like my ideal state. Kevin. I'm not kidding. That's like what I look forward to every day. Like I, like I like to shower because sometimes I'll shower twice now. Like I shower after I work out in the morning. But mm. I love the night shower because it just like puts me into my like nighttime sleepy mode. It hits different. And I'm just like so cozy. Like I just love being clean when I get into my sheet. Like I feel like I've turned into like a germ freak as I I've like grown up, but I love showering before and I want to be in a clean bed with my clean sheets and my clean shirt. You know what I mean? It's so ideal. Yeah. It is so ideal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Good. Glad we're on the same page about showering. <laughs> Glad we had that tangent of hair and showering. <laughs> like the shower part's annoying, but then the after is like the end. No, it really does hit different. Oh my God. It's so great. And every time, sometimes like when I'm like dreading a shower and then I get out of it, I'm like, man, I should do that more. Yeah. <laughs> You know or no, I mean? when your hair is like all clean after you're like, this mm-hmm. is so nice. I wish I could have this every day, but like I do it like once a week. So yeah, no, I will say though, like once you have extensions in and then you get them out, it makes showering such like an enjoyable thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like when I have extensions in, I'm like, Oh, I have to like really like style my hair and like, I have to like do everything. But now that I don't have them in, like, I know I've never had that. Easier. So I wouldn't, I feel like extensions would be so hard. Like I wouldn't even know what to do. Well, they're just like, not annoying when you work out, but like you feel them when you work out because like I always get the hand tied. So like it's like mm-hmm. wefts mm-hmm. and when I sweat, like the sweat just like stays in them a lot longer. So I have mm-hmm. to like blow dry them and then they just like wet on my neck. And I'm like, Bleh. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just want to like clean them up and like get them like dried, whatever. Yeah. Being a girl and working out. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Okay. So one more thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you want to leave the manifest viewers with? Any tips, like anything at all, how you stay so positive, anything at all whatsoever. Okay, so cliche, but I guess how I stay so positive because I feel like the number one thing I get from people when they leave my YouTube channel or my podcast or whatever is like, oh my gosh, like you're so positive all the time. And I'm like, what? That's just like how I am. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a part of it is just like who I am, like innately. Like I've always just seen the best in situations and been like, weirdly optimistic like something terrible will be happening but I just laugh because I'm like whatever it'll be fine soon and like it'll work out later on so yeah I think I was saying this on my episode just having faith that things will work out like having that deep down just like hope and optimism that everything's going to be okay and I think in a way that sort of like manifests it into your life when you're always telling yourself like things are going to be okay like they're going to be okay and like they do work out yeah like you you said like this is going to work out because it has to. Yeah. Like things like that. And it, it's so true. It's so true. Like things have to work out. Yeah. So they will. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And just listen to your leader, Tori, because she's taught me every, <laughs> she's taught me everything I know. <laughs> Thanks, Gretch. <laughs> every episode I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to reference this quick thing from, I don't know, you guys might know her story. <laughs> I only talk about her every episode. I know your last episode, you're like, I'm only two minutes in, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably like, I'm counting, I'm like taking shots how many times she mentions me. <laughs> No, I find it so flattering. Because yeah, I, really I have learned it. so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I just, I learned from a bunch of other sources. Like the Calm app tells me a lot. And then I just like to like tell tell you guys yeah. and get the impact of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, but seriously, like learning to let go. Like when you let go, like everything gets done. Mm-hmm. Just when you let go. Because mm-hmm. then you just like put the fate into the universe and it takes care of it. And it always has your back. Like worrying so much yes. about it. Because yes. I'm a big worrier. I actually listened to a, an episode that I think everyone should listen to. Um, and it's about, it was on the Ed Milet show and it was about from stress to freedom. Mm-hmm. And it talks about like worrying and like how that's like a product of the future and how you can't like worry about the future because it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And like, it's only gonna, if you worry about the future, then that's exactly how the future is going to be. Mm-hmm. So like you just need to live right now and like not worry about something that you can't control. I know I need to listen to that. I recorded an episode with my friend Arlen and when he was on my episode he said something like all we have is right now. He's like be really silent like the only thing you have is like right now this Mm -hmm. moment recording with me and I was like whoa. 
Yeah. That's so weird to think about. No, it's so true. Like, you know, it's easy to think like tonight, like what I'm going to be doing like tonight or like Mm -hmm. tomorrow. But it's like, I don't know, like if tonight doesn't happen, then I'm like rearranging my whole day for something that might not even happen. Yeah. I mean, or like I have to wake up tomorrow and like go to the studio, like make sure everything's okay. But like, what if like, you know, I wake up tomorrow and like I no longer have to go to the studio, but I'm worrying about it right now. I know. You know what I mean? Like humans, like I feel like we so often live in the past and the future. But not right now. And not right now. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. It is so weird. It's crazy. <laughs> Thanks for being on this yeah, episode. This is, so this is so chatty. It went by in like yes. one second. I know. It was already an hour. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. It was 56 minutes. Wow. I know. One of my longer episodes. <laughs> right before we started, Gretchen's like, yours aren't normally that long. I'm like, no, but we'll see. Yeah. I get chatty with people. Oh yeah. No, this was great. Well, thank you so much. Let people know where they can find you. Yeah, Pimp yourself you out. Thank you for having me. Um, my YouTube channel is just my name, Gretchen Garrity. My Instagram, Gretchen Garrity podcast happy hour podcast every other friday every other friday (laughs) it was every friday now every other friday we'll see how it goes no i like that and then our episode will be out this is it this friday coming up yeah okay cool so you guys can listen to me on gretchen's in a couple of days yeah thank you again yeah of course okay i'll talk to you guys then a little bit in the outro (laughs) and that is going to wrap up this episode of manifest with tori d simone thank you guys so much again for listening gretchen thank you so much for coming on i hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode um be sure to catch the episode with gretchen and i on her podcast this upcoming friday and i'll talk to you guys next monday love you guys bye Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.